Hey. <clears throat> Albert here. Moto Academy number one podcast in motocross. We got Coach James. We've got cameraman Cam. And we have, what do we call you? Uh, OG is Kling Kong, but that's the been, Rob Father. That's been copyrighted. The Rob Father. The Rob so now Father. it's the Rob Father. The Rob Father. Today's episode is going to be about, we have no idea. Apparently we have a ton of questions to answer. We have tons of questions. First outdoor just happened. So we'll talk about that. We just finished class in Winchester. So we could talk about that a little bit. I, I'm, I'm, I, I came in here maybe overconfident because I've been living in Florida. So I'm like, he texted me yesterday, sends the temp and I'm like, no, I got this. I thought I was going to have heat stroke. Yeah. You're making fun of me. I thought I was going to have heat stroke today. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know what I, also, you... I had a couple heart murmurs. Like I was out there on the bike and I'm like, I'm having a, either a heart attack or something's going on. But it's a really the perfect place to have a heart attack. Yeah. Well, we had a medic here today, right? You did. You had a bunch of people here. I mean, a lot of witnesses too. So if we had to hide the body somewhere. You could have carried me. If oh. we had to hide the body, a lot of witnesses. Um, it was horrible. Can I make a recommendation yeah. for you guys? It would probably be a good opportunity to, for those two to ask questions about you if they wanted to ask me from back then, from any reference back then. Yeah. Well, Way we back. should definitely preface this podcast, period, before those of you, we just were going to brush past that intro of Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I, may have, I may have had a hand in some of this. Rob, you're supposed to know who he is. The Rob father is who helped me design the curriculum of Moto Academy and come up with the idea of basically doing motocross training in the first place. Forever ago, 2012, 11, it was 11 or 12. And where the initial conversation was in at, um, what's the one in upstate New York? Unadilla. We were oh, sitting yeah, at dinner. Really? Your mom was at the table. Um, your girlfriend at the time was at the table and your brother was there. And that was the initial conversation. It was the initial conversation. You were sick. Do you remember you being sick? Oh yeah. I didn't race. You didn't, you didn't, you tried. Did you know, you, you remember going out? No. And you did a sick whip. I did. You did a sick whip. I hate that. You just <laughs> said like, that. No joke. He was <laughs> deathly ill. But I just went out and did one deathly sick Ill. whip and then just shut it down? You did. You, you gave it a shot. Sounds like my style. Yeah. But the night before, you were <clears throat> definitely like, God, you were feeling it. And I remember because I didn't race Southwick either. Yeah. Well, why were you sick? And then what there happened? was a hurricane or something happened and Southwick was. was a complete mutter. Yeah. What? what I was happened? sick, sick. I don't remember I don't remember what happened, but I was it was sick enough to Honestly, too, I feel like that was the beginning of my vertigo. It was. I was just going to say it was the beginning of your vertigo. That was the very first one. Yeah, it that was. makes sense. Well, I'm surprised I remember that. But yeah, I remember being extremely dizzy yeah. to the point where Southwick I wasn't sick anymore, but I was so dizzy that I'm like I can't ride. Yeah. And then, and then I remember the only, I had been with you and friends with your mom at that point and, my, and the whole family. Um, it was for just over a year at that point. So I had been exposed to what really, what the privateers go through. And, um, you know, you had your, you had already had your ups and downs at that point. And it was always searching for, even then you were always searching for help to keep it going always. And then in my head, I was worried about you from more of like a paternal or big brother perspective. Um, just 
doing something simultaneously so you didn't fall on your face coming out of racing. And that's when we talked about, that's really where we kickstarted just all the beginning ideas. Yeah, I remember, I think it must have been you that gave me like a Gary Semex book. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because we were like, all right, we're going to do a class. We, we scheduled one at, the, at Stellinus's. I, I think I, maybe I'd done one-on-one training with Damien and some light one-on-one training at, at like Rocky Hill in Mototown. Yeah. But then the first official class, I remember we were like, okay, we're going to do it at Stellinus's. We, I was so worried about trying to get people to sign up. I mean, it was basically you just got people to yeah. show up. And you gave me, a, I'm like, well, what do, I, what do I teach? And so you just gave me a, a book from Gary Semex, and I was like trying to read through this book and figure out what my curriculum was, was going to be. And then, <clears throat> what, did Stellinus' have come first or MX-23? 23. We did two at MX-23 right out of the shoot. And we went through the first one, and we were like, that was pretty good. And then we thought, and then we just put a structure to it at that point. It was actually, after the first one was what we really landed on as a structure. It, we got And it's still it's foundationally. It's exactly the same. It's I can't very believe similar. That. Yeah, we yeah. just basically kind of put some things together, and then like logically, I'm like, okay, well, this is the order of which it would make sense. And from what I remember, that structure is basically exactly how we do it today. Yeah, which is crazy. It is. And I remember, so Rob Father would show up. He'd be the fluffer. I was terrified <laughs> I was to like. I, yeah. Once I got rolling, I was fine. I think, from what I remember, but like to open up the class, I didn't know really how to talk to the group of people or what to say. Yeah. Wow. And then it just became real organic, too. And now you can't even get a word in. No, I, you just don't shut up. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's he hard for me to, to add anything in sometimes yeah. because you just you go over anything or anything and everything to do with that topic, and then you look at me and you go, Coach James, anything you want to add? And I'm just like, i got to leave you stuff when I do that. Leave me, leave me a little... Gems. Yeah, I just got to leave you some. I'm, I'm always have something to say, so you never ever asked me, but I typically always have something to say. So. But, you know, I think for you it was good because, um, and even the, the students, because it's like you, you don't know what to expect at that point. They're coming into it, and I think one of the best things about that, certainly early on, and now you can kind of see it, is, you know, you coach in a relatable way which engages the students way better, you know, from that perspective. And, um, you know, is I got some interesting feedback today. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I, you'd like to hear it okay. off camera. You'd like to hear it off camera. <laughs> Thanks for sharing it on camera. <laughs> well, is there something can't, you can't say on camera? They've done classes before with some people that we know, and the, the feedback was just, they were to, to the was, point where they weren't going to do another class ever again because yeah. they just right. thought it was a waste of money and time. All right, so I heard the same thing. And they said they were gifted this class from somebody, which is the only reason they did it. Yeah. And um, he was, they, they were so blown away. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. So, I mean, the, the part of it is being relatable to the students. And, and of course, that, that holds the instructor accountable, right? Which, you know, in the beginning, we didn't really have a feel for it, but it was, it was the classes were always small. Yep. I don't think we did anything over 20. Not no, for a while. Not. Definitely not. I think it was more like probably 7 to 10. Right? The first one was 12. Yeah. Really? It was somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's just, it's funny to see how foundationally a lot of things are the same. 
but then how the academy has kind of evolved into something much different and has it really has its own identity at this point it really does and i know the racing thing is is obviously it's a part of it it brings awareness to the brand um it allows the uh, fans that aren't doing the classes and aren't and maybe aren't in the app to, to to get connected to each one of you i don't know how many times have you i mean especially over the past 12 months you've probably your life has probably been changed significantly me and mostly yeah. driver oh, Jamie's. Yeah. as far as mostly driver Jamie. yeah dude <laughs> did you see when he signed that hat was he happy in oh, that yeah. life and the only other <laughs> signature was mitch payton really yeah. <laughs> It was yeah. unbelievable. Oh my god. Dude, he he's driver signed, Jamie and Mitch Payton. And I saw that, that, that person kid, recently. The hat. <laughs> right? I saw that person recently and he goes, Do you remember me? I'm like, I'm sorry, I I know. And he goes, uh, I had the hat that was signed by driver Jamie and Mitch Payton. And I go, Yep. Wait, where'd you see it? I don't know. I can't remember now. Oh, well, then, I saw yeah. well then here's what you gotta do. You gotta blow driver Jamie up into the next level. Because at the end of, like here's what happens. Like I'll have people say, Here, sign my hat. And I won't do it if, like, there's, like, a Mitch Payton or someone famous. I'm like, I don't want to ruin your hat with my signature. My signature is nothing, right? So now we have to take Driver Jamie and continue to blow him up. He, Maybe he had somebody come up to him with a toy Sprinter van, and he yeah. signed the Sprinter van. That's, oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Cameron, Cam, you signed quite a few autographs, probably, right? Yeah. I think my, my ultimate, my ultimate moment, and this happened one, this happened one time ever. It was Denver, championship day. For Jet Lawrence, and I'm just filming Jet or whatever. And I'm right before Jet in the line, and a dude with a Moto Academy shirt is there. He's like, Cameraman Cam, can you sign my shirt? And I'm just like, <laughs> Oh, and you're right next to Jet. Yeah, that was awesome. It was incredible. I'm like, You hear that? <laughs> and then, like, actually, this happened, uh, where was I this weekend? Paula at Fox Raceway. Jet and I were running back from uh, something. Jet and I are running back from something. <laughs> Cameraman Cam. I'm like, ha! Ah, you hear that? <laughs> they cracked up. That because one up. The, the first time I went to eat with those guys in yes. Hyde Park in Tampa, were you there that night? No, I wish. We we get there and and right as we're going to sit down, they get recognized. Somebody drives by, he goes, Jet and Hunter, you guys are awesome. And then we sit down at dinner, and as soon as we sit down, uh, somebody comes up to me and AJ, huge fan, shakes my hand. If you need any uh, real estate help in Tampa, blah, 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 has a whole comment. And the doesn't even acknowledge, acknowledge Jet and Hunter. <laughs> How about and when, when, they, when they walked away, they were just like... You know, your, re yeah. your response, should, you just should have looked at him and go, things are different now. Oh, yeah, I always, right. <laughs> no. I always do it, especially to James. Yeah. We were in Illinois at this Longhorn Steakhouse. How many times oh. did you get recognized oh, in I the middle even, of Illinois? I never even told you this. This yeah. was actually bizarre. So... <laughs> One of the students and the dad, they were Moto Academy members, right? Yep. Yeah. Ask us to go to dinner. So we say yes. We go to a Longhorn Steakhouse. Yep. In the middle of nowhere, Casey, Illinois. And it was like 30 minutes from Casey. Nothing near it. It's like a Tuesday night, a Thursday night, whatever night it is. We go out to eat. Right as we're about to get done, somebody gets up from their booth, walks by. AJ, man, huge fan. Love your stuff. Can I get a picture? And they walk away and... The Moto Academy people are like, is that happen normally? I'm like, well, it's, it's starting to happen more often. Like, it definitely in airports, but I'm like, def not random restaurants right. in the middle of <gasps> Illinois. I get up, and as soon as we get up when dinner's over, the booth across from us, two kids pop up. AJ, huge fan, love your YouTube channel. 
they take a picture. And now at this point, like I'm just- It starts a chain reaction. Then dude. we start walking out the door and another dad and unrelated, none of these people are with each other, run out and go, AJ, AJ, love your YouTube. Great job in Supercross this year, whatever. They were. Can we get a picture? And I'm just like looking at James. What I'm is just going laughing. on? Yeah. Three dude. people within 30 minutes in the middle of nowhere in Illinois. I was like, this is- I have been saving this to tell you on the podcast and I can't believe I forgot. This was the, and let me preface it with this. One, I think we have a cool opportunity because like, I know I'm that kid, right? Every time I get to see someone I look up to and as a racer or whatever in the industry, I think it's wicked cool. You know what I mean? So it's cool to like be on the other side of that, and whatever. I think it gives us an uh, interesting opportunity because I try to have a, like a legitimate conversation with anybody who finds me. You know what I mean? I was at a Blink-182 concert. Okay. Dude. I, I Okay, one, I have been a lifetime fan of Blink-182, right? Went to TD Garden, sold out. One of the best nights of my life. I mean, hands down, just for me, it was, it was epic. Epic. And wouldn't you know, I'm in the line to get a pretzel. No and way. This guy, this guy comes up, he's like, hey, are you... Are you cameraman Cam? And no. I'm like, I was, I just sat there and looked at him and just all I could do was shake his hand. I didn't say anything. I literally could not believe it. That is the only time I've ever been <clears throat> like, recognized, outside, recognized of outside of a dirt bike track or a race. That's how you know you made it. That's when things are different. Uh, dude, That's at a Blink 182 and like everyone's gone. Like I'm the only one there. All my friends are doing whatever. And then Kip comes back and catches it and Kip is like, I can't believe that just happened. Oh, <laughs> like, he saw it? Yeah, he that saw the tail end of it. It was, I, it was <clears throat> epic. You know who you are. Thanks for That's finding cool. me. Oh, it was, it was like, that was the ultimate. I loved when we went to Salt Lake and walked into the stadium and Tony, was it Tony that asked? Yeah. Like, he, Tony asked, how, do you get recognized at these? Like, how, how does that work? And I was like, I don't know, we'll see. And as soon as I said, I don't know, we'll see, it started a chain reaction mm -hmm. of the whole day. And what I did is every time... I got recognized or stopped. I would just look over at James to see what his reaction was because it was just like becoming more and more frequent throughout the day and it was hilarious. That was actually... Where was that? Where was People like, pay more oh. attention to you and I think it goes into what you said just because you're so relatable to everybody and mm. it just it's like you're everybody's friend and I think it's like it just makes people happy to see you. I think. It's, it's one of the things that, um, you know... It makes relationships productive all the way around. I don't care if it's a friendship, if it's, if it's anything, if you're trying to, even, even when you go up to a little kid, we always react and go down to their level. It's how you become relatable. But it's also a great way um, to engage people because they will pay attention. When you're connected with somebody like that, which is what we do, we, you, know, you grab the students and you, you show some animation, some passion, then you care. And genuinely, I mean, for the most part, anytime I've watched us, instruct somebody like that the the you care and they know it there you can't fake it there's no fake in that yeah and, and i think that's less of fandom at the races and it's more of like community or like friends yeah it's cool and it's great it's great working with all the different athletes and seeing their capabilities and then when you you get them to have an aha moment even if it's a small one you know you've you've had a couple mm. um you know i've seen you I haven't seen you ride much, but I noticed an incredible oh, yeah. difference. Yeah, incredible for sure. Difference. Yeah, let's go. Yep. It works, guys. <coughs> yeah, it I noticed work. it today hitting the rollers. I was like, well, okay. I mean, 
there. And then yeah. it went downhill. Yeah. I rode, but I rode behind you like complete laps. Um, and you're you're getting to the point now where you're really starting to understand like yes. the bike and, mm-hmm. and it is starting to make sense. <clears throat> yeah. Every piece that comes together is like ah, it does it does work. Yeah. It's cool I wish the I Moto Academy people are getting close to driver Jamie awesome technique Gosh, jackson, looks good, yeah. jackson corners really well he just does funky stuff in the air he gets overexcited and he just <laughs> like you you know how like fast his mind must operate yeah right he has to twitch so that's what that is yeah he just it's he just, just short circuit that canadian <laughs> style yeah i got a son like that he's just yeah, yeah. right it's exactly like that. jackson is just like that yeah he's just like aiden we and should put we those got... two in a room somewhere <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, your riding looks better yeah, yours is way better, too. Uh, way better. I was watching you hit some of the smaller jumps as I was doing my thing. Oh, yeah, yeah right behind us. There's a little oh, the tabletop okay. into the triple. Yeah. And the way that you soaked it up, just a little small, it was subtle, but, like, you had a lot of movement in your hips. And I was like, all right. That looks yeah, you're very targeted now, too, where before you could tell it was more you just kind of hanging. When I first met you, you, you didn't have any of that discipline, none of it. They're not yeah, even close. I and you would hang really, off the bike a little bit, too. I remember that. I wasn't really yeah. conscious of any of that. Uh, and then when I first met you, that's when, like, he kind of, well, obviously your guys' relationship is different, but you were more of a paternal figure to me than you think. You mm. know, like, it, you made a big impact on, on my life, and I think that's part of the reason why I'm here as well. So it's, yeah. And then riding-wise, you went through the phase, that, which is normal. Of looking super mechanical, mm-hmm. yeah, and now it's starting to. It's still kind of me- my riding is even mechanical, but yeah. it should yeah. be because that's what we do. <clears throat> and but here's what I'll say to the people listening loose. to this, and it's it's something that you you've talked about even when you're with like uh, Hunter and Jet, right? There's when we say it at every camp. There's nothing different, and you know, at race day, there's often times when I'm there and you come to me and you go talk to me. Because it's, it's really, you know what you're doing and you know what you're doing too, but sometimes it's more of a timing thing or whatever, or um, just looking at things differently. There's, it's, it's, in other words, you guys go at your level through the same thing that everybody else goes on an amateur level. And we often talk about a lot of the same things too, as well. And, you know, when you're around Hunter and Jet and even Dazzy, it's the same thing. I've been. I, I spent, really didn't fully believe it until I got around them this year. I always said it, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure because I've been around guys not a notch or two below them, and I knew that it was the case with those guys. But I'm like, I've, you know, I always is there a secret? I don't know. Yeah. And then when you, it no, it's just crazy how there just there isn't. You yeah. might. Sorry. Go ahead. I was, was it crazy watching Jet in the 450 and? Uh, dude, we you just. He told me he wanted a, a no, 450. No, 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 right. wait, 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 On the wait, way wait, here, he's like, I want to get a 450. No, no, no. Like, hey, ah. I did, okay, let's be real here. I did not say I like you, that. Well, you said, dude, I want a 450. No, That's I was exactly like, you said I, this is what I said. We were driving, and I was like, you know, I, I like, one, wicked cool experience to, like, film the 450 class again, right? Because the only experience I had filming the 450 class was our first year on the Cowie. Yep. Um, so that was fun. Jet made that bike look so beautiful i was like i, I want a 450 yeah <laughs> i was like i get it i get why people watch for like buy 450s now because if they watch races 
Like, and I was in the mindset before I even got into the industry as much as I did. Like, I only watched the 450 class for years. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, oh. I wasn't watching 250s. It was the, and like, you know. You think a if, lot of people do that? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you watch the broadcast, all they. Has anybody checked on like, Jet, I, I've, I've been curious to see like Jet's Instagram know, followers. Because if you look at him versus Tomac or Roxon. Yeah. I'll, I'll do a. Because those are 450 guys, they have a lot more. Jet was at like 400. Oh, do they really? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah Tomac's got over because a million, and he posts you... a selfie with Oakley sunglasses <laughs> once a year. So <laughs> that's crazy. That's true, I can see you're right. Five hundred fifty-one thousand. His are going up fast. Last and time I looked, it was at like four forty. Wait, what's he at? Five fifty. Oh yeah, uh, Eli's at a, at a clean million. Yeah. Is he really clean oh, yeah. million? What's yeah. Chase at? I wonder. Uh, I probably have more than Chase. But he just, dude. <laughs> He made it look so well, beautiful. That was my one comment was going to be um, three seventy eight. Wow! Wait, what? Chase three seventy eight. That's it? Yeah. Really? What? Yeah. What are you at? One 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 seventy. Oh. It's going up really slow. I'm at a, a nice sixty one hundred. Cool. Yeah, <gasps> dude. We're... Wait, you're sixty one hundred? Yeah. What, what are you at? at? And he's following ten thousand. We need get sixty one hundred. We need to make sure nine hundred people. No, four thousand. Oh. Yeah, get we gotta get you guys into the case. <coughs> in the case. How many do you have, Rob Father? Okay. You got one K? Okay. Solid. Congratulations. Okay. Better than no K's. Okay, I got a K. <laughs> you know what's funny? What? It's um, totally unrelated and we're not gonna spend much time on it. But I was looking through like old photos the other day and I found a screenshot of the first day I worked with you. I had six hundred subs. Oh really? wow. Yeah. Uh how can we talk about the first race? Yeah, what like yes. I mean, you shot, Dude, you, got so the, tired. you filmed the person that went 1-1, which is in the fourth Can I just say, like, we all knew he could do it. I we, think the people that know him do it. Right? You, think, you think the general public didn't think he could do it? Um, I think the general public probably looked at it in, like, instead of just putting thought behind it, like, you know, like... Follow the hype. Yeah, follow uh, the hype. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. I went into that race thinking, like, yeah, he, he could probably... He could probably win, but I then he won everything. It was almost confusing. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Has that ever happened? I'll go so as far as to say, like if if Hunter was in there too, he would do well. Is also honestly, they're so similar. Yeah, they're very similar. Oh, dude, I it was beautiful that qualifying lap. I watched it like three times this Mm -hmm. week. That qualifying lap was un... <coughs> track was at its worst. He crossed yeah. the finish line with like 10 seconds left in, qual- in the second qualifier. And just, it was, it was gorgeous. Was he in a good mood all day? He, dude, he, could, he couldn't believe it. <laughs> no, like seriously. Like, I, I mean, he could believe it. But he... Uh, tell me if I need to cut this out. Okay. Because again, you know, I don't want to jeopardize. But he came off the track the first morning. He was like... I can't believe how easy that was. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because he, well, he waxed everybody by 10 seconds. He, oh, after well, the first motive. Yeah. yeah but and so, he was, like, shocked. So I was going to ask you guys, and you could jump in, too, okay. is I'm not surprised at all, one, one, one bit. In fact, I'm not surprised that it was, there was such a delta between, you know, first and second place and then the rest. Yeah. yeah. And why do you think that is? And I have my opinion on it. I don't think I'm wrong, but I have my opinion on it. What is it? Technique is what he's I was so diligent with his technique, yeah. and his mistakes are so few that I think he's able to adapt to the 450. I think he can ride that 450. Anybody that 
better than anybody else just because of the way he executes his technique. It's what's like nothing I've ever what's seen. What's interesting to me is him and Chase look very, very similar in a lot of situations, but Chase loses the front and it will happen out of nowhere. Where when I watch Jet, it never happens. No. It never happens. If anything, Jet kind of will almost wash both wheels at the same time, or like it, you never see Jet lose the front. So uh, it's. Jet's always a little more vertical, a little bit more centered, a little more rigid, where um, Chase tends to. Not a lot, not a lot, but it's, it's enough to where it exposes if he does one little thing wrong, like a dip, like a dip yep. with his inside. And he's slightly taller. And like his lean angles are, his angles are a little more. tiny more exaggerated. Jet's conservative with his lean angle, Very actually. conservative. Right? Very, when Jet hits corners yeah, fast, he can vertical. hit a corner really fast without leaning that much. Yeah. I think Jet made one mistake in the second moto. Yeah, it was when he, he like, stuffed it in a corner. Yeah. At the bottom of the and hill. even then, when he does that, his upper body fine. still stays completely mm. still. So like you don't even when you watch Chase, sometimes it it all happens at once. Actually, we had the problem today, so we were working like a moon dust berm. Yeah, and it was solid, 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 and then we go to moon dust, and it was like I, I pulled the group off. I'm like, guys, all that should take is one lap of being able to see that it goes from hard pack to soft. Expect that it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Basically, brace for impact with the upper body, stay still, and like let the lower body do it. Yeah. Jet does that so well. And Dude. when you watch Chase, sometimes it just, it'll mm -hmm. just go all at once. Yeah. What was it like watching the second moto from home? It was weird because normally I get really nervous watching Jet. Were, were you just totally chill? Because the whole time yeah. I was like, we got it. Yeah, I had this feeling like, whoa, he's just owning this. Even though Chase was right on him. I was right watching on. it like, oh, I was laughing the whole time like, this is sick. <laughs> but I, I just felt the feeling as though he was owning the race. Like, I didn't feel nervous at all. There's just been many times watching Jet where I've just been nervous because I could tell that he was nervous. Yeah. Like the last, the first time he won the championship. Yeah. Hangtown, everybody was very nervous that day. Yes. Uh, Jet was not nervous at Fox. He was pumped. He no, had he nothing just, to lose. He just, the, the one thing he kept, he said in the video, which was funny, because I was wondering why he kept looking back. He's like, yeah, the only thing that really bugged me, I just couldn't hear the bike behind yes. me. Yeah. Dude, you, you can't hear Jet's bike, period. So he kept looking back and Bro, then the chase would be right behind. When he pulled that whole shot in Moto 1, I was like, my jaw was just sitting on the ground. I was like, holy crap, we're in it. Can you believe that what? that just happened? I just can't believe it. <laughs> what if he has a perfect season? Uh, well, with Chase not here it. this weekend, I mean, there's, anyone Fran to do it. there's Ferrandis and like, I, there's no one. Ferrandis there will continue to get better. He but, will get better. Yeah. Although, did you, did you watch it? Ferrandis' yeah. bike looked odd. Well, he has. I don't think he's had a lot of time on no. it. No, it looked like he. It looked like they gave him Tomax bike and slapped his numbers on it. It looked like really tall in the rear. Yeah. His bars looked weird, and I was like, that doesn't even look like Ferrandis. So he did really well considering. Dude. Yeah. But his bike did not look set up right for him. I was filming the press conference. I was filming the press conference and freaking Jets talking. You know, he's sitting in between Chase Sexton and Dylan Ferrandis at his first 450 race, and he's talking about and he like mentions he's like. Yeah, I used to like be teammates with these guys. Like, I was teammates with Dylan when we were at Lowell, and he was like, you know, winning the two fifties, and I was on an eighty-five, and I'm just like, oh my god, uh, <laughs> like, oh wow, brutal. it was just beautiful. I've just never, I mean, yeah, it was beautiful. Today's Friday. Yeah. Tomorrow is Hangtown. That'd be cool. So, and no chase. you guys are listening to this, you'll know how the second race went. But and if, no chase. According to Instagram today, Chase is out. He has mono. Uh, he got a concussion and mono. 
At the same time? Yep, same time. Well, he hit he the ground so hard he got mono? <laughs> no, I, yeah. He has a female. <laughs> Epstein bar, yeah. right? So he, he'll probably Epstein be bar. Isn't that mono? No, no I, I think don't that's, know what mono is. No, I think that's slightly different. All right, let's answer questions. Yeah. <laughs> that's when AJ's sick of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. A lot of these questions, also send me questions in the app, you know. Um, club.themotoacademy.com if you're in if you're listening to this podcast and you're not inside of the app i honestly i have no idea what you're doing get inside of the app if you are in the app send cam a direct message with the video that's how you guys can submit your questions yeah or you then coach james a video send myself a video if you guys want your riding footage analyzed uh the app's pretty cool i don't say so myself yes it is now here's the deal a lot of these questions came in <coughs> the supercross era Okay. Because we haven't done questions in forever. Okay. If they're totally not relevant, we'll skip them. Yep. But I think there's going to be some <coughs> relevance. Re, 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 relevance. Yep. You're relevant. good. Okay, you're good. Period. Anybody can answer. I was going to throw <laughs> some, can answer. some extra on that word. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll see what we'll see what we get. Ready? Oh wait! Before we start. <laughs> Just, well, are we shouting out the do, new hats? Do we or? see? Do we see what yeah, your boy's working with? They're sick. Right? I like this hat. Yeah. Nice it looks hat. I can't I wish it looked as good on me as it does you Try guys. Try it on. But... Try it on. <sighs> Everyone see what he looks like. By the way, these vintage AJ Cat cut off <laughs> t shirts will be on the website. <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's why do I look like a train conductor? Oh no! What it is, dude? Oh. Is it because my head's but tiny? Do you have the smallest head? I mean, like, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You and Aiden have the same size. Oh my! Head. It makes uh, every hat look weird on me. It like, makes sunglasses look weird on me. Uh, At least the the hats look good on everybody else. Uh, uh, I would plug them, but they're only available at classes. So go to tour.themotoacademy.com. Sign up for a class with myself and Coach James. Uh, they've been pretty sick with it. Today was sold out. We, everybody got heat stroke. That was present but they all got hats next week sold out week after that is probably sold, sold out. out what day is is next week's what day is that on saturday oh geez. that's gonna be a pro mx on saturday yeah. yeah that's cool yeah all right ready all right hit me with them see if you guys can see him and hear him moto academy thin retinas. it's nick aka thin retinas what's going on not really a question but i know my moto i just know more about doug I've got a theory. Uh, my theory is that Allie saw the movie Up and loved oh. it, and you guys named Doug after the dog from Up. So let me know if I'm right on that. And let's hear the true. guy's backstory. Doug, Bear, what are we working with? Tell me more about the guy. Toodaloo. Ben Redden is a great question. I love that He's guy. awesome. He is awesome. Uh, I wish he didn't live so far up in the northwest corner of the yeah, United States. Yeah, I ran States. into him at Seattle. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's great. Shout out to no. Anaheim. Doesn't matter. Doug. Backstory behind Doug. It's not because of the movie, although Allie and I both love that movie. What? It's a great Did you movie. think that's what it was from? The no, dog I'm from surprised you like the movie. Uh, can I that's guess? That's like the greatest animated movie ever. Okay, if there's a movie I can't see you watching and enjoying it, it's up. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why the frick? What? Oh, it's I feel like you should be watching like a movie about the mafia or something. Can I try to explain this? Have you seen I, Up? Uh, I don't know. I'm well, 51 years the, old. I don't think I watch cartoons. The house floats by all the balloons. The little boy that's oh. like, well, at South first Park. he's like super annoying, yeah, yeah, but yeah. there's a dog that goes, squirrel! I didn't watch it. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> you got to check it out. Okay, so what were you saying? Can I oh, guess? Yeah, you know the, the, yeah, you know, <laughs> probably. 
Wow. Well, it's kind of an evolution, right? Of the word, a shorter, abbreviated word. She would kind of emphasize the word dog. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Allie has a dog voice. And she when does. she would call him, she would just call him dog. She in the dog voice, in Doug's in the voice, and it sounded like Doug. Wow, and that makes like so D U G in yeah. the beginning. It was yeah. like it was like a shorter Doug. Yeah, it was like Doug. Yeah, and then it became Doug. Now it's now it. Yeah, it started as dog, then it turned to Doug. Now it's now it's just Doug. You think it'll go to Douglas? It is. I call him Douglas. Oh, you're right. Yeah, he does. You're right. Yep. I forgot. About that. Yep. So now he's Doug Douglas, formerly Douglas, and then he's bear. He's bear still, but only bear Tom. to strangers. We introduce him to strangers as bear, like on the flight. Yeah. Well, well, we when he's yeah. especially when he's in service, bear. Yeah. He, you can't have a, He can't be in service and just Doug. Can I? Um, so bear, and then when he gets in trouble, he's bear. I need to. I need to point out my. I've told you this before. My observation okay. with the Doug Bear. Oh yeah, I think you were accurate on whatever. Yeah, you said. my my observation was you you call him Doug when you talk to him like he's your kid, and you call him Bear when you talk to him like a dog. Yes, that's accurate. Because basically, when we're reprimanding him, it's for dog-like things. You know, <laughs> you like chasing a squirrel so. or running away. Like he does stupid dog-like things. That's when he's Bear. All right. Otherwise, he's the, the obvious he's question dog. is: Will you? Name child number one, baby number one. Uh, when he, you're trying to discipline baby number one, will you call that? I'm not going to say what gender, but okay. I don't want to say it, it either. That, yeah. I don't want to say <laughs> that. Will that you call thing. child your child Damn. bear when you're disciplining him? Sure. Okay. Was it? What do you think will happen? <laughs> do you think? So do you think dumb. Doug's going to get pissed? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Do you think Doug will get pissed? No. Are you kidding me? Um, Dogs love babies. I think he's gonna. Really? I don't yeah. think he's gonna like it at first, but I think he will. It. <laughs> Maybe he buries it in the backyard. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna like it. Yeah. No. I, I, Doug is not really? very friendly. What? To no. other things on the same brain level. Dogs. Children. Yeah. Squirrels. <laughs> like, d hates yeah. everything. He gets weird. Yeah, I remember that one time Rob farted and he went nuts, ran away. Yeah, oh um, yeah, it's one time. the crap out of him. <laughs> the, the one time, yeah. Good, great question, Thanks, right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next. Here Shout we go. out, Doug. Hey, AJ Tanner here. Shout um, out, Tanner. My Moto Academy name is here for the T-shirt. Quick question for you about riding at the track. I'm finally comfortable on the bike that I'm really able to start riding the bike. And uh, I'm accelerating hard and uh, um, really riding the bike. But I'm finding the bike is pulling away from me because I'm on the gas so hard. So should I be leaning forward more? Should I be really squeezing the bike with my knees more? Should I be pointing my toes in more? Um, I really feel like I, I'm always trying to pull and catch up to the bike. So wondering if you can help me with that. Thanks. Great question. Two pieces of information I would have liked to have had there here with the t-shirt. Here for the t-shirt. 250 or 450 would be slightly helpful to know, but not really super relevant. And then, is that happening when you're standing or sitting? You didn't mm -hmm. clarify, did he? <coughs> anyway, Coach James. Uh, well, there's a lot of things. Uh, okay. If it's in the seat, we'll talk about that first, sure. I guess. 
Uh, where you put yourself on the seat when you transition is key. Uh, if you sit too far back, you end up doing this weird thing where you're leaning forward and pulling yourself forward. So putting yourself on the right spot of the seat is extremely important. Fantastic. Um, have to put weight into that outside foot, that's for sure. Yep. Um, but then also, driving that weight back is extremely important. And that's why we talk about both feet on the pegs uh, being helpful in those situations as well. Drive that weight back and down. Uh, from there, it's simply leading with, you say leading with your chest, as if someone is pulling on your chest. chest. Say it with my chest. Someone is pulling uh, a string that's attached to your chest and it causes you to open up this way. So pinching the shoulder blades together, right, and bringing that chest forward rather than doing this. But we need to find a way to lead with our head so we can compensate for gravity. Pulling and I think back. when you're sitting, the big, big thing is weight into your feet because your, your feet are at this angle. That's going to push the, the it's going to push everything back, not just down, but back. And that's what's going to hold you in place. Also, if it's happening when you're sitting and you have a stock seat, get a seat cover with yeah. ribs on it. Because mm -hmm. I hopped on a stock Honda today and I took one corner and I almost fell off the back of the bike. Like stock seats are so slippery. Mm -hmm. Get a rib seat so your butt can stay in position. If it's standing, then you just have to get your head further forward. Hinge at your hips. Try to do what Chase Sexton does. He does a great job of just hinging at his hips and get your head super far forward. A good way to practice is do a, a, an oval standing up with one hand and that will show you exactly like how to time it first of all and then how far forward your head should go when you're standing up because if not if you just start a neutral attack position and get on the throttle especially if you're starting to like get confident with the bike and get on the throttle harder if your head comes even on top of the crossbar pad or if it comes behind the crossbar pad you are only holding on with your arms at that point and you're just falling off the back of the bike the only other thing I would add in is uh, yeah, flex your core till. A lot of people don't mm. under, they always forget, they remember the knees, but they never forget how important the core is. Yeah. Core and, is a big one, especially yeah. when, you're, when you're sitting. I feel like when I do this it's to come forward, I am so tight right here. Yeah. And, and I guess I do the same when I'm standing too. It's the same thing with, I've had, you know, you, you, talking to jet one-on-one -on -one, it's the same thing it's it's all about his core yeah the upper bodies are not his up it's not strong at all. i mean of course he's light but um most of his leverage is from activating his core and driving his hips forward everything all of it yeah okay so. that was thanks uh, for the question here for the uh t-shirt that was a culmination of really good answers so we did tack that from every angle <laughs> dude what you get here inside of the motor you got Academy. a three for Hit us with the next one. These are great. The new people, too, by the way. Oh, that's been right. We're not getting a new person this time. Real GP. Yeah. Oh, I oh, knew it. Hey, AJ. It's pretty common that I only get to ride about once a month. Uh, what can I do to keep from regressing in my bike skill in addition to watching member bonus videos and doing on-the-stand attack position drills? Thanks. Hmm. Shout out. Is that a real GP? That was our trip winner for Salt Lake City. But is that an exaggeration? He really only gets to ride once a month? Yeah, Dude, he doesn't ride super often, apparently. Oh, I, really? I mean, that's my life. <clears throat> oh, you're right. Yeah. I'd say that's actually pretty common for people inside of the app. Yeah, once I'd say once a week is like on the high end. Oh, yeah. Once a month is probably... Once or twice a month is normal. Yeah. Yeah, if I got once a week... None of this man. makes sense to me, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, I'm going to explain it. Ready. You have people who've committed to the app, pay a fee, 
to pay a monthly fee. They've committed to developing and learning by watching what's in the app. They bought a very expensive dirt bike and probably a vehicle to tow the bike, yet they only use it once a month. Does anybody find... You know anything yeah, about happiness? But those, are the, those are the smart people, though, that are in there. I mean, if anybody's going to be using the app, it's the people that ride once or twice a month, so you can study it. Uh, but I guess, like, at class today, I think I did a quick... I, oh, I did a writer's meeting. Yeah. And what was the average answer? Once or twice a week, I think, is maybe what the average yeah. answer was. Yeah, I think it was twice a week. I would... Yeah. <clears throat> maybe. Uh, some, right. some people raise their hands for three days a week, which I was... Surprise. We actually had a lot of racers here today. Well, th and this is, week, like, we're in New Hampshire. <laughs> so New England area, this, you're going to get more racers, you're going to get more yeah. people that during the summer ride more frequently. Very um, dense population. Okay, so if you're riding once or twice a week, other than watching the and studying stuff inside of the app, which by the way, for those of you listening, is the most important thing you could do. Outside of watching stuff inside the app and studying that, that's going to be number one most important. Tying that together with watching and studying either Outdoor Nationals, MXGP, or Supercross. Because the app will give you the foundation <coughs> to be able to understand what you're watching at the pro level. Otherwise, you just watch the pro level and it's entertainment, but it's not really going to be educational. If you're in the app, you'll start to understand why watching the races, the pro races, is educational. Mm. That's the most important thing you do. Outside of that, do the foundation training workout, probably, because that's going to start... It's going to strengthen the right muscle groups, stretch the right muscle groups, and it's going to create muscle memory of getting into the attack position. Because I think when most people get on the dirt bike after long periods off, especially those that aren't super confident, they're pushing the bars away from them and they're rolling their back instead of naturally wanting to be head, chest forward, attack position. You're welcome. So I had to, GP. I actually called driver Jamie like two days ago and asked him how old he was. Because How old is driver Jamie? I have no 51. idea. Fifty-one. Yep. Okay, oh, he's about right. He's my age, and our birthdays are close. Really? Yeah. Oh, I no think way. I'm a month older than him. Oh, Two wow. months older. Interesting. Well, anyway, because I was Shout out driver Jamie again. I was uh, I was talking to a, like a family friend that I grew up riding with. Um, like he was always trying to push me to do jumps I didn't want to do and all this stuff. Um, and he's fifty-five now, nice. and he he will not. That's old. Like his son just got into riding, and I'm like, dude, just get a freaking dirt bike like now's the time you know what i mean and he won't do it because he's like i'm too old i'm gonna get hurt and all oh, that stuff really and i'm like this is like what we do and to your point what you were talking about <clears throat> only riding once a month don't like i feel like a lot of our guys are in that bracket where it's like i don't have a lot of time to ride i'm old <laughs> maybe <laughs> and i want to ride how do i do it safely <clears throat> like how can i go and like ride once a month and not physically suffer and not get hurt and still have yeah, fun. That's, that's an accurate. This is the program. Is there anything else you guys would add to the three things I just said? I, I think um, just every time you do go ride, try to try to make it a productive day. Do what you can to focus on your weak points. Uh, the good <laughs> thing about being in the app is that you you really get to see with sending you footage or me footage or whatever. Uh, we can identify those weak points so that when you ha have your own time to go ride, you get the chance to really focus on that. So don't go out and mindlessly ride or don't go out and mindlessly do motos. Um, watch, a, watch a Moto Academy video uh, in the morning be the day before you go to the track. And then it doesn't matter what the topic is. It'll give you one thing that'll probably resonate and click in your head and then you'll think about it throughout the day. 
I wake up and I watch a or listen to Joe Dispenza or something like that. Yeah. Even if it's for just ten minutes, because something that he will say will be just enough to kind of like stick with me for the day. If I don't do that in the morning, then my day could very well just kind of go off the rails. Yeah. If I start the day with one of those videos and just listen <laughs> to something that's almost like a not a guided meditation, but just like I don't know, just learning in the morning, then I my day is a little yeah. bit more thought out and purposeful. Where same thing, watch a five ten minute Moto Academy <clears throat> video, and then you're just... it's good. Oh, Father, anything you want to? No, add I was just seriously I had some allergies, but you know, one of the things I would say is is you you listen to what you're saying, and you basically you've developed uh, a routine. Right. And it's really relies on your morning. Right. Uh, you travel a lot. So it's really difficult for you to develop a routine. But people need repetition and routines in order to reinforce the right things they should be doing in order for it to become their reality. And even if it's something as simple as what AJ is doing first thing in the morning, despite all his travel. But it's a good tip for anybody who's trying to ride or get healthy or do things to support what they want to do long term. Because what they have to do is turn, um, they have to kind of turn what they want to reinforce into a habit by doing it with repetition. And that really requires developing a routine with things. Um, so it's kind of like a best practice thing. And, and if you're only riding once a month, it's probably more critical that you're diligent to execute because you said it. It's to have a purpose when you go out. We all say do the stando drill. There's a lot of benefits that come from standing up and doing a moto first out. Um, it really helps you focus on um, the things that you need to, to, to reinforce, right, with your feet and your lower body. Um, and then you can kind of settle into doing motos based on that but to just go out if you're only going to ride once a month you're in the app um and you're just going to go out and ride um you're probably never going to yield the productivity that you want to so um it's just going to take a long time yeah, yeah don't have expectations it's going to take a long time yeah. i would watch honestly on days that you're going to if you're only riding once a month i'd really plan around this i would i would watch a video right before you go to bed the night before that, and then I watch a video right when you wake up, and then maybe even watch a video the night after you ride, and at least just take advantage of like that forty-eight hour window. Yeah, when it's all fresh. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I would do. Um, yeah. Good question, real GP. Like usual. Cool. I need one from Premix Papa. Yeah, we got any Premix Papa of questions? We do. Are you kidding me? Have you guys met all? You met them all? Yeah, real GP oh, was, was our trip winner to Salt Lake City. Premix Papa. Just did a class mm -hmm. in uh, Illinois. Illinois. We've seen him a whole bunch. He's awesome. We invited him to dinner, but it was his birthday. He, he had plans with his family. He declined our invitation to dinner. Who did? <laughs> only Premix Papa, if you're listening to this, only person that's they, ever declined wow. dinner. a Moto Academy dinner invite. With your boys. And you know what? If anybody can do it, it's okay. It's Premix yeah, Papa. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually have the guy wearing the shirt. That I signed in the line with Jet, too. Oh, okay. sweet. Yep. All right, Premix Papa. Here we go. Let's go. Oh, no way. Oh, Rob, you haven't seen him? Hey, no. AJ. Thanks for calling Premix Papa. Hey, real quick question. <laughs> you know, we have stadiums specifically for baseball, football. We have stadiums specifically for auto racing events. But what we don't... What? My God. 
What we don't have is stadiums specifically for Supercross. If you were on a design team for something like that, what would that look like to you? How, how would you design it? God. Is he, what is he doing what in your own condo? For you? I... <laughs> Thanks. Unbelievable. <laughs> wow. Um, I think he's at your condo, the old one. Yeah. yeah. Gotta be. Premix oh, Papa was just in my Tampa apartment? Yeah. <laughs> Insane. What? Wow. Uh, oh, man. Okay. He always asks good questions to get me brainstorming here. I have some thoughts on you, this. Okay. It's a great question, but um, the only reason why all those other stadiums exist is to make money. And the money behind those other sports is is exponentially different than what we see in the sport that we love that's the biggest driving factor because we don't well let's say the the money didn't matter let's say money grew on trees do you mm -hmm. have any good ideas for a supercross specific stadium <clears throat> i would if it was my i don't yet but i feel like i can if i think about it hard enough if it was me and i and i and maybe i don't know some people are like oh i love the baseball stadiums. Oh, i love the football stadiums um, I've always liked the football stadiums better. What's I, different about it? I think it, it allow, there's a tiny bit more area in most of them, right? Surface area. So you can get, I think it allows for better racing where, um, and passing, talking about the shape. yeah, the shape of the stadium. <laughs> so what I would do if I had to model it, I'd probably, probably look at the advantages that you get in the baseball stadium. I'd look at what you get from a football, and I would probably make some sort of hybrid of it. And it doesn't even have to be square. It could be whatever. It could be an L, whatever it is. But, um, and then really design a track that would be good, good for racing, or allow, or a venue that would be allow for tracks that were really good for racing because you don't always get it with. No, I right. think the baseball stadiums get the short end of the stick some of the times. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we're so used to it now that I think of it. You either have the weird ba the diamond shape of a baseball or you have the typical 250 by 150 of the football stadium, which limits you too <clears> because you have six lanes. Yeah. Right? And that's it. Uh, so what would be ideal? Yep. What's your idea? My idea, this is back, I mean, think back to like, uh, MX first ATV reflex. Okay. Uh, Favorite one, by the way. Think elevation. So we need to go up in the stand. I was thinking the same thing. We need to go up in the stands. The same thing. And 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 spend some time up there. Spend I know some exactly time up what there. Track you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you do. The jump step up. You jump right? step up. Step yeah. down. Always hit your head. Yep. Oh, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then when you step down, oh, there's the first step up, but then right before the finish, you jump up again. Yes. And then oh, when you yeah. jump down, you got to hit the whoop section yep. after the yeah, high speed turn. You would come in yeah. so hot. I remember that. Yeah. And you'd have to skin the whoop sideways. <laughs> I would always yard sale. And then right you'd, there. you'd do right the 90 right, left. and you'd have to hit that hip jump, basically, going wow. around the 90 right. Yeah. I love that. I love Let's that. take it back to that. the stands, dude. I'm yeah. sick of everyone being down there. This question begs <laughs> the playoff rounds. Have you seen the track map for the well, Coliseum? I see yeah. Big option line. Yeah. But the Coliseum freestyle ramps too. I like freestyle ramps. <laughs> the Coliseum's doing Rings that. Of fire. You go up Gator and out pits. of the Coliseum. <laughs> yes. Like, yes, that's cool. that's quite literally going to happen. And then like I remember you and I talked probably off the podcast once like if 
that's what motocross was going to turn into one day is those hybrids you know what i mean and then that's kind of exactly what we're talking about i like what the else? speedway rounds too i, I think they too. could do a little bit better with those rounds yeah uh, you know I think That's they could make them more, even more busy than what they were. Atlanta was pretty busy, but I... But why aren't we using any of that friendly. Daytona bank, you know, turn three? Oh, yeah. Why aren't we going up there? What do you want? You want to race with a five-minute lap time? That'd be good, right? Well, no, but I just think that, like... Well, I think the problem with the Speedway ones is it's not very fan-friendly. At least not from our side. You see the bikes come by, yeah, and then yeah. you can't see anything That's else. That's what I was just going to say. It's like, we were at Fox Raceway, and I'm just standing next to the track anywhere i want like why are why doesn't the speedway tracks do that like why why can't we just like have areas yeah, in the middle that would be you know what i mean easy if we had little like spectator bridges that went over certain sections oh yeah that'd be, that'd cool. be cool i mean that'd be uh, a but somebody would probably find that that wall and hit it I'm sure well yeah but there's over-unders you know True. super cross that'd be cool if you could get on the get on the floor his questions are always good. They always lead to like good conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty rad. What else? There's Thank gotta be. I, I like the the idea of thinking MX versus ATV. Yeah. Reflex that track. What was that track called? Kingston, Kingston round two. Kingston round two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Round one sucked. I like you remember round that. One. Round one, you couldn't mess up. If you messed up even once, you'd lose. Yeah. It was so easy. Yeah. It was just super high speed. The hard part about Kingston round one is that the straightaway <coughs> off the start. Yeah. That was where people would mess up. Yep. Right? You'd blow the first turn. Yeah. The on off into the triple. Yep. And then you'd, you could never catch up. Maybe, wanna... maybe they should do a whole series just with the tracks from MX versus AT. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Awesome. See, that, that would get us to the next level. <laughs> Reflex is the only one that matters. Oh, really? Man. Oh, yeah. The other ones were terrible. Oh. And coming from the guy that despite, like, Tells my employees not to play video games. I just know the tracks by heart. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to well, play? Oh, it was so yes. It yeah. was so fun. We'd be at Club MX. We should live stream that, dude. When we would. Yeah. Ironically, I live less than an hour from Club MX right now. Did you ever go uh, though? When we would I have did. the tournaments? Yeah, it was, it was me, you, Alex, uh, Alex Martin, Phil was there. Yeah, Jay. I think Jay was one. there. Um, Osborne would go to some of them, not yeah, all of them. He was there, and then you had a lot of amateurs. That, I forgot who was there as an am. Um, that's now a pro. Well, Connor Buffus obviously would be there. The he was tall there Jake. He was tall. Can't remember his last name. Marshall would yeah. be a part of it. Welton, uh, and we'd have a hand foot. We would ride and train all day long at Club MX, and then we'd go in Connor Buffus's motorhome, which is where I slept on the couch, <clears> and we would have MX versus ATV reflex tournaments every night and you would end up you it was teams so it would it normally it would be five on five and so have you ever done it this way where you you ride <coughs> a lap and what we would do is we would do the whole supercross series and they would you would do 20 lap races so each race was super it would take forever each night we had a, a lap time sheet which was written down on a paper towel which we kept this paper towel for like six years but it had all of the lap time records and then it would just be like crossed out. And then if somebody beat the lap time record. And so you would do one lap and you would have to pass it over the air in the finish line to your teammate. That's perfect. So much fun. Oh, yeah. dude, I, I think we might have to live stream that. Yeah. So much we'll fun. We'll have to get us all together. Yep. That was a manual scoring system? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. My last. Well, I remember the, the 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 one championship that stands out in my mind is it came down to the last <laughs> round. <laughs> Do you guys we, have payouts? We had to win. Do you have a payout? We had to win. No. There, no, there was no payouts. But we should definitely. We should get yeah. everybody a part yeah. of it and just live stream it. Car we keys. had to win, and the team that Amar and Nick and Phil were on had to get fifth or worse. So, and the problem is, we were played against the computer characters on the highest level, but we were, we would still, like, the chance of you getting worse than second, unlikely. Like, you had to really screw with the guy to get traffic involved. And so, our whole race, this last moto involved, a, a, we had to keep taking out their guys so that we were in, like, third or fourth or fifth right. and the pack was around us. So, it comes down to the last lap. A, for some reason, from what I remember, they picked Amar as their, their final guy, and he was the worst out of everybody. So for some reason, I, th I think their strategy was to start with the fast guys in this race to try to get the gap so we couldn't do the hold-up technique. And so Amar is the last guy. He's in third. I think maybe Jace is on my team, and he's trying to do everything <clears throat> he can to slow up Amar. He does whatever the last round was. It was whoops, right-hand turn, big triple that you would always be able to do cool scrubs on, and then you would jump the next jump. And then it was like the finish line was right after that. Okay. 90 degree yeah. right into the finish line. That was the final, the, whatever the last race was. He gets slowed down, gets swapped out in the whoops, and then Alex Martin's character in the video game comes flying into the screen across the whoops and clobbers him and takes him out. And he gets up in like seventh, and we ended up winning the championship. Unreal. Oh and we, I have it on video somewhere. I got to find this video. <clears throat> oh my gosh. We were freaking out. It was so Wait, so funny. say this again. Alex Martin's character took out Alex Martin. Alex Martin for the, it was the last, it was two turns to go. So Jason Owen slows him down. Amart's trying to get through the whoops, but getting swapped out sideways. And here comes his character in the video game. That's, that's got to be a weird that's, feeling. That's a low level of sadomasochism, I think. Just... That's got to be a weird feeling. It really is. When yeah. your character in a video game just hates you yeah. out playing the video game. God, I hate me. <laughs> I'm so not talking to me right now. <laughs> we need to live stream a video. Yeah, I'm not talking to me. Thank you, Premix Poppin, for the question. Great question. Jeez, that turned into... Yeah, that was a wild ride of a that was like question, 10, huh? Yeah, wow. All right, hit us with another one. What oh, do we got? gosh. Uh, all right, let's do... Did we do this one? Oh, lighting's probably looks... I think I look good. Do you remember these? Or do you just kind of know I feel ruined this year today. Oh, really? Like my gear today? But you no. remember them, or do you hey, just... Hey, AJ. Hey, cameraman Cam. Um, quick question. With Eli Tomac tearing his Achilles, on a scale of 1 to 10, how, I like how bad is it now with people arguing the fact with the fact that they should be riding on the balls of their feet oh. instead oh. of... Great, great question. <laughs> I've been waiting for that question. Yeah, actually. great question. And surprisingly, well, let's do. Let's go by. Let's abide by his rules. Scale one to ten. One point five. I haven't got much pushback. I saw. You haven't. No. No. Oh. Surprisingly, uh, I thought for sure. As soon as I saw that happen, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah but he did, he really didn't. That's even, exactly. He really didn't even push back. He kind of talked through it. He goes, "I've landed that way, way harder than that." Mm. And uh, this was a real. So he didn't think he landed hard at all. Right. Yeah, and it just snapped. Yeah. So my guess is that there was already something wrong with his Achilles. Yes. And he or knee, maybe. 
Could be. Right. His leg was always kind of bad. Because he did crash a couple of times hard right before yeah. that. He crashed at MetLife really hard, and I think he hurt his left knee in that crash. Yeah. yeah. So if your knee was compromised yeah. in any way where like you couldn't get full uh, extension, then you're trying to flex more with your ankle to compensate. I mean, that's very easily what could have happened. Oh. I did see a lot of... Well, I saw one post that fired me up, and I showed it to you. Oh yeah, and that was a, that's about all I've seen, and that yeah. had nothing to do with We're, me. It was just a, a comments, little people commenting on Instagram, kind of like commiserating or this like, is why I ride on other. the arches of my feet. And it was a bunch oh. of oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the <laughs> reality is, Tomek's going to get back on a bike, and he's going to ride the exact same way. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. But we had an interesting conversation about it at class today. First time I've I've talked about it at class since it happened. Because somebody had the fast way uh, or like the ankle saver kind of extension coming off the back oh, yeah. of the foot peg. And somebody tagged me in one of their ads. They did an ad saying these foot pegs are a million dollars because that's how much he lost for the thing. And they like did a play on Tom. That's how they've been putting ads out, like leveraging the Tomac situation every way possible. I hate that. Which I don't know if that's legal. Uh, I it's definitely that. not morally correct, probably. Oh. But good on them. I mean, we, I mean, good on them. So I commented and it actually my comment thing. sort of endorsed the <laughs> fact know? that the foot yeah, peg we, is good. Yeah. Sorry. What'd you say? That we do the same thing just on the other end. Well, what, what? I look, Jet just won again. This is why. Yeah, but we're partnered with Jet. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I know. I know. All right, keep talking. Uh, but also what we're saying is true. I just always think it's weird when what you, they're saying is not true. Okay, fair. Sorry. Well, no, the right. Well, no, the, the fast way argument is, is true. Like, if you have a compromised Achilles or a compromised knee, then a, a limiting a certain amount of flexion is probably good. Like, and he showed us on his bike, he, he was able to flex quite a bit before he hit that extension with his heel. So for a normal, for your average rider that's not very good, maybe, or that is older, or that has an injury, or has weak ankles, it, that, that peg isn't a bad idea. Because it allows just enough flexion. For me, not enough. I want more than that. But for for somebody in that situation, I, I, I don't know. I think it's good. It's fine. Yeah. And I, somebody commented on one of their posts and asked me for my opinion. And I, that's what I said back. And then I said, expected. Text. Yeah. Me, me personally, I just don't like the stop. I don't like the idea of me going down on a rough landing, right? <clears throat> and my ankle flexes and then it stops. Then what happens? It, then you shatter your heel. Probably. Yeah, if the impact's yeah, so, hard enough, or like I, I, I rode with a once like and I didn't like it. Were you able? Were you hitting the stop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't like recommend it. it. I mean, just just you just have to you, when you flex your ankle and drop your heel to do so. You have to do it with strength and progression. It can't just be like exploding yourself down. Riley must be so bored waiting for us. Yeah. So, I, do we see Tom? Great question. Again? But uh, to answer his question specifically, no, I've gotten almost no pushback. That's good. Surprisingly. Do, what's, what's your Do we question? see Tomac again? I don't see why we would. I don't either. How much money do you think he has? Enough. What did you guess, Rob? Um, have you seen his rental cars? How much do I think he's worth? <laughs> they suck, right? Yeah, they're, they're terrible. Yeah. I he's bet got you, all the money. <laughs> I bet you he's not as worse as, as much as you think he is. What do you think it is? We can Google it right now. and it'll uh, give us. I don't think it'll give us an accurate answer. Let's Google AJ. Okay, let's go around the table and just guess. Let's start with you. Or do, who do we start with? Let's start with you. How much is Eli Tomac worth? Yes. How long has he been riding? Or how much long has he a, been a pro? A while. He's 30. Turned pro when he was 16. Um, I would say he's 
There's probably a couple, three, four million dollar years in there. I think you're going to guess right where I would guess. He's probably, I, I, he's probably in the 30, 40, 40 million, 30 to 40 million dollar range. What would you guess? I was going to say 25. Great guess. Cam? Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Uh, that's a lot of freaking money. Yeah, you got to be in the 50s, right? 50, 60? Oh, you think 50, 60? Yeah. I don't uh, think. I, would guess, I wouldn't guess that high, but no. maybe. Dude, uh, that's, that Oakley selfie's got to be breaking <laughs> it in. Got to be. That's 100K. Well, so here's, here's the one thing that people don't understand at, at that level. Um, it's not net. What we're talking about is gross, right? Right, so, right. It, let's say if they earn $10 million a year, okay, they're going to get taxed at a different rate because it's... it's uh, paid out differently than if you were just working at a at a you know regular nine to five job. They probably see if they're lucky, thirty percent of that ten million after they pay taxes, <coughs> they pay their agent and anybody else involved. So yeah, they have an say, agent taking ten or twenty percent. Uh, they're going to pay four high, probably every bit of forty plus percent of taxes on that. And they only have so many write offs. So like Tomac, Isn't that crazy. Honestly, if I were Tomac, I don't know why he's not buying. Like, I know they would buy the RV to use as a tax write-off. But why wouldn't you buy at the amount of money Tomac's making each year? Why wouldn't you buy one of those RVs every single year? I Tomac had the same one forever. Really? He's a minimalist. I don't know. Does he say? Uh, it says <laughs> Google says over five million. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. I would. I would guess twenty to. Tw- 20 to 30 is I probably think, a fair guess. I think that's probably accurate. Uh, that, which, that's plenty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? I feel like it'd be more than that. All right. Uh, it's, it's not. Like, seriously? Uh, they don't earn it's as like much as... It's one of the as, best they, ever. Yeah. 14, well, years, 14 years of pro racing. Out. I know. Isn't that sad if you think about it? One of the best ever. Who's earned the most? Like, Stewart, Stewart earned maybe a few years earned Reed, 10, 10 plus million a year. I bet Roxon's earned a lot. Roxon, yeah. But the, <laughs> the era of Reed, there. Carmichael, and Stewart, and McGrath probably a lot. Those guys were making crazy money yeah. in those years, like early 2000s. Yeah. Well, that was when... There we go. Um, uh, here comes a stat. Here comes a stat. I, I feel like I heard this <laughs> at oh, one no. point in my life. Oh, geez. No, but wasn't that like there were just less guys getting paid? Like significant amount of money? A significant amount uh, of money? N- no, I think they were just getting more from manufacturers. They were getting more from gear brands. I remember like hearing in... Oh wait, maybe it was Nick Way getting paid like three quarters of a million dollars from MSR Whoa. or something crazy. It, it was, uh, are is this? Do you think the sport totally is becoming smaller? As from a from a money standpoint? Huh? No, I think I but I, I think it's still the same. Like the top ten guys are top three guys are making really really crazy good money. The top five guys are making great money. The top ten guys are making pretty great money. And then everybody else is just like, hmm. Top ten in Supercross. Not Motocross. Yeah, like this year, for example, uh, Dean Wilson. I'm totally guessing. I would say that Dean Wilson couldn't have made more than $300,000 this year. And what did he get? 10th to 12th in points, maybe? Um, Somewhere in there. Um... There's, there's a, a lot of creatures. There's, uh, there's a group a of birds behind us, us having it out. There. Are there? 
they're throwing down. Oh, there's like four birds. I got a lot of mosquitoes on me. Great, uh, good question. I think there was a question that led into that. I guess. Uh, yeah. Don't we want to hit one, one more. You want to do a knock? Let's just do one more. What, how long? How deep are we into this? Okay. I don't know. I think we're. Um, I checked the. While clock you're bringing that up, shout out driver Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's <laughs> hopping on a flight. Oh, next week. Oh, to get the van. To go get the van. Yes. Hey, shout out Custom Upfits. Todd at Custom Upfits. His wife is sick and he hasn't been able to go to work because he's been staying home with her and he still made time to do the van, which I feel horrible about. And he wanted to just, wanted to, he, he was just going to give, give it to me. And I, I, I insisted, I, I wired him money. Um, so thank you, Todd Custom Upfits. The van is going to be sweet. Wait till you see it. Yeah, I'm excited. Did Shout you? Oh, I'm sorry. I was. So it's a fifty thousand dollar build. I know. I, I think it's, he retail, retails that build for fifty k. It's got a path. So you walk in through the side. It's got a couch, a cool table, really nice floors. It's got the AC unit up top. We got a big awning on the side, big awning on the back. There's going to be a fridge with a sink, and then there's a pass through door. It's the same van. You just yeah, okay. just did the whole interior and then he did the awnings on the outside and he did a big cutout window that's a great idea on really? each side yeah it's gonna be sick he yeah, sent me a video of it like a third of the way done and it looks really cool are the awnings on the van and they roll out now yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, no we don't have that now nobody but yes wow. we do not have awnings right yeah now. so now well, i have a, now. that van is now well, worth now a lot of money yeah so that's cool. That sucks. Um, so <laughs> it's out of your price range now. Right. God, I wanted a van so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's a well over a hundred thousand dollar van now, which is awesome. Yes, it is. But now I will never sell it because I wouldn't be able to get. Yeah, I got to keep that thing for as long as possible. But shout out driver Jamie flying into Sacramento next week. I'm going to drive it home. Can't wait to see it. And driver then we're going to get rewound. He's going to come hang out with me. In that Vermont. flood going. And I'm place. getting a trailer. You're getting a trailer. Oh, yeah, I, I think for Something free. Development. So I think I'm partnering with a trailer company, and they're going to give us some trailers. You going to oh. sell some trailers? Well, the, they're going to give me some trailers. You no, want to sell some trailers? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to? Sure, I could sling some trailers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems easy enough. Hundred percent. Okay. Here we go. Is that you? Is this Matt Flood? I don't know who it is, but he's wearing the shirt. It's got to be you. This looks like me. I saw it quick. Oh, no, hey, AJ, I got a question. First of all, nice shirt. I just got back from Denver Supercross, where I got a chance to meet Hunter. Wait. And, and cameraman Cam. <laughs> one of the best nights of my life. <laughs> but what I want to know is, what's more fun, Supercross or motocross? Oh, God. I know what I like, but what do the pros like? If you had a chance to just go to a track, what would you do? Motocross or Supercross? Mm. Thanks, man. Later. You know what's funny? I asked Jet that this weekend. And? Um, I think basically his answer was whatever I'm racing, which is a good mindset to have. Because yeah, he was like, right now, outdoors. Well, you could convince me of either one. I mean, uh, yeah, I love both. That's hard to say. I think Outdoors is really fun. When you have a the the hard thing about outdoors, I think it's harder actually to get a bike set up right. In Supercross, it's almost like yeah, I put Supercross suspension on, I can kind of figure it out. In outdoors, like today, I hopped on your bike, I'm like, ah, oh, this is bad. I hopped on your bike, I'm like, this is horrible. I hopped on another student's bike, I'm like, this is bad. And it can just make the experience on bike really not fun. Nice bike. Uh, but Sounds I like, I, like in 2013, adjustment. I loved doing 
outdoors. Yeah, that was that was a lot of work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, why not do one? This year, no. I don't. I, the, my schedule wouldn't even allow for it this year. Next year, sure. I mean, we could probably make one happen. Why not? Oh, it'd be so... No, it wouldn't be fun. It's a, it would be fun. Are you kidding me? With our crew, I think no. it'd be a freaking uh, no, blast. Uh, no, it's a nightmare. Oh, I think it's a blast. <laughs> it's a nightmare. I vote, I vote you have no idea. Um, so, I don't know. And I think to answer his question, uh, I think people would be probably... Probably lean more towards motocross. More, more pros would answer they like motocross more. Really? I, I mean, we've had this conversation. I don't like, know. Not I'd say on camera. 50-50 split. I think they would only like it more. I guess you're, you're I think I'm pulling in the finance part of it because they. Yeah. It's. Or the full season part of it. People hate having to do the motocross, full supercross season straight in the full motocross. That's outrageous. But motocross like, from a demand standpoint, physically demanding, has killed people. And they all, it's just like, yeah. you're racing in 100 degree weather. The pay is not, the payouts aren't the same. It's so high speed. It's so high yeah, speed. Yeah, that's true. I've had Super so rough. many violent <clears throat> crashes. But I've been with you. Yeah, outdoors is scary. I've been with you and, and others. You've all kind of said the same thing. You just you think that there's the because of the risk reward with uh, motocross and the speeds and everything else that you prefer supercross. So what if hypothetically, supercross. yeah, you're yeah, right. Hypothetically, you're right. you were just going to go ride one day. That's kind of how I was thinking. Yeah. So you just had your you had the best supercross track on your left. Yeah. You had the best motocross track on your right. Which way are you turning to pull in? That's the question. Uh, no money is involved, man. Well, and then full no prep, both way, both no sides. racing. Full I think prep, no racing. If it's no racing, yeah, I don't know. You could convince me either way. If I have a sick bike set up for outdoors, well, and like a, a sick track with some big booter jumps to do whips on, maybe you I have that. But track. then you have also the best supercross setup on your left. So it's, I think I choose the outdoor track. Yeah. Yeah, because the supercross track would get a little, it's get, it gets monotonous. Like you, it's fun, especially a freshly prep, prepped supercross track, like the top pad at Jet and Hunter's place when it was fresh. Pretty sick. Yeah. But a, a sick outdoor track like Moto Academy Georgia when we just put in just booter after booter. And if you had a oh, fresh yeah. prep there. Fresh prep, just dirt, just looks like cake. Oh, my God. Just and just like <laughs> ruts, but not super deep. Yeah. Like just... Just deep enough? Yeah, so, like, so just, it's tilled, so it's tacky. They need their own podcast. And it's just like... <laughs> it's silly. Yeah, outdoors. I choose outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. I changed my mind again. Outdoors. What about... All right, I love Southwick. I didn't, like... Okay. Southwick gets gnarly, but when they first doze it, you go so fast. Oh, I don't think that's fun. It's, it's fun. Sand or uh, Moto Academy Georgia clay, clay sand mix that ruts up? Moto Academy Georgia... Sand, clay, whatever. Sand or ruts? Good ruts. Me? Yeah. I don't like either. I like the in between. <laughs> the flat stuff? Honestly, dude. <laughs> no, like there's a track in New York, like in Plattsburgh that I ride all the oh. time. It is smack dab in the middle and it's the best. It's the best. I just picked, is what it is just that? like groomed? I just picture Unadilla. Called Camp. Just riding on the grass. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. It's like a backyard track. Oh. Side conversation. Sorry. That's really confusing to listen to. Let's wrap this up, dude. I gotta, sure. I'm going to get home at 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is horrible. Why and do you do this? to be honest, I didn't want to do this in the first place. Yeah, me neither. 
<laughs> we just ate. I'm so hungry. I had a donut. We shared biscuits. And Dale bread. Uh, Dude, I'm so hungry. Dale bread, scrambled <laughs> eggs from this morning that sat out in the sun all day. Yeah. Uh, disgustingly warm home fries. My stomach's just like doing this. Yeah. Right all right. Well, that was fun. Photo Academy podcast cameras. Blink, blink, oh, really Jesus. Oh, yeah. oh right. Jesus. We'll wrap it up. Okay, we're wrapping it up. Perfect time. Memory card, Paul, really? Uh, yeah. Frick. That means we're over an hour. All right. Jeez, poor Thank Riley. Thank you, guys. Later, Bye, guys. Subscribe to the loop.